I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. interested in the Camp Clarity mysteries as he was. He then allowed his excitement to be deferred by his responsibilities. I mean, are you set on going today? Because I have work left until, like, five tonight, but could we go after? It was my last day in town, and I wasn't sure if I'd have an opportunity to do this again. I agreed. I don't know why, but going up to Camp Clarity right around sunset just seemed just like the ticket. But that means I have most of the day to kill. So I began compiling my story, editing some of the basic work, and I got a moment to sit down and talk to Courtney. How long have you lived in Nederland? Well, I lived in town my whole life. I've worked here since I was 16. So has Frozen Dead Guy Days been a big part of your family growing up? Oh, I mean, sure. I feel like it's kind of hard to grow up in Nederland and not have a Frozen Dead Guy be a part of your childhood. It's a pretty big cornerstone to the town. Uh, I'm curious, and this is totally unrelated to the festival, but do you mind if I ask you... What's the biggest change you've seen come to Netherland? <laughs> well, that's a tough one, but I guess I have to say the people. You know, I know, I know. It seems everyone is complaining, new people coming to Colorado, especially that marijuana's been legalized. But honestly, the biggest change growing up was seeing all the new faces in town. Now, I've worked at the Coal Creek Lodge since I was 16, when someone from out of town stops in, I'm usually the first to see them. And over the years, I've learned how to figure out who is and isn't a tourist. It's a pretty small town, you know. But in the last few years, the people staying here aren't the tourist type. They're the settled-down type. Now, you mentioned that you feel like the festival is almost a second Halloween. Why is that? Well, Netherlands kind of got its reputation for being that creepy town. You know? Tugston. Do you know what that is? Uh, not exactly. Rocks or something. Well, it's also an element, but I'm referring to the ghost town, just a few miles down the road. Ain't much left of it anymore, but back in World War II, Tugston was a huge town, because everyone was trying to mine Tugston, from the mountains around here, and a lot of people were getting rich fast. Up until one day, the U.S. didn't want it anymore, and the entire town dissipated, almost overnight. So, alongside a ghost town that doesn't exist anymore, Grandpa, and the Lake Clarity legends, 
You know about those, right? <laughs> now I do. <laughs> Good. Because of all of that, Netherlands developed a name for being a spooky town. We have our first Halloween every year, in March, where we all come out to celebrate Grandpa and his frozen body. Which, you know, love it or hate it, it's a bit morbid. But I love it. Is Grandpa the biggest draw for people coming into town? Well, we don't show off Grandpa as much as we used to. I think it's mostly for preservation sakes, but the festivities created in his honor get bigger every year. It is definitely the biggest rush season. But in spring and summer, we get people coming up to go ghost hunting or trying to catch Bigfoot too. <laughs> oh, that's a common thing. <laughs> well, up here it is. I think ever since we found Grandpa, we've become somewhat of an epicenter of paranormal things. Some people claim to hear mysterious radio signals or seeing folk that shouldn't be where they are. Things of that nature. But it brings an extra business? <laughs> Definitely. Just then, my phone started to ring. It was my producer, Eric. I felt bad, but I asked Courtney if we could resume our interview another time. She agreed, and we set up another day. So, Jules and I were reviewing the files you uploaded. Yeah? What's all this stuff about Lake Clarity? Oh, I guess I just... Also, why do you refer to Jules in some of your memos? What, am I not good enough to be included? Oh, I mean, do you want me to direct some of the logs at you? <sighs> yes, please! Alrighty, then. I'm not done scolding you. What's up with this Lake Clarity nonsense? Another baby gut thing? Yes. Okay, the Rocky Mountain Telegraph covered this story back in July. And the local paper up in Netherlands wrote a full page about it. Well, I heard some rumors and they piqued my interest. I had some downtime and I thought maybe I could make a cool feature article. Hmm. Okay, I'm fine with it and I'm not going to try to stop you, but just make sure you don't miss any of your interviews. Or anything, okay? I won't hesitate to tell you I told you so. Got it. Aside from that, everything going okay? How are the interviews going? Are you loving it up there? I am. I was quite surprised by the accommodations. I was expecting something... Cheaper? <laughs> Trust me, I tried. <laughs> but I figured we could spare it this time. Just don't get used to it, okay? <laughs> Trust me, I won't. All right, just call in the checkup. And warn you of my veteran gut's wrath. Give me a call if anything comes up, all right? Aye, aye. Eric, out. Eric was a good boss, and I appreciated the reminder. And I know he had stuck his neck out getting me this assignment, and he had put a lot of faith into me. Which is why I felt all the more guilty when Steve called me, not even an hour later. But first, a quick message from our sponsors. <laughs> yeah? You want to take this one? Sure. Alright, just sit here, and then... And I'm just reading this segment. Yep. Here at Denver Public Radio, we love mysteries, which got us thinking. What would you do if you woke up covered in blood, suffering from memory loss, and surrounded by the remains of a human sacrifice? That's how Ren's story begins. To find out what happens next, listen to Spines, a production of Zoom Doom Stories. Visit SpinesPodcast.com today to find out more. And if you're looking for even more shows to check out, visit FateCrafters.net. Okay, so I got off a bit early, and I just stopped by the camping depot and got us some flashlights. Oh, thank you. You didn't have to do that. Maybe not, but I personally like to see what I'm about to step on. Plus, I'm bringing my camcorder, and it's totally useless if I can't see what I'm recording. Oh, you'll be recording? Yeah. 
I figured you'd have your microphone, so I'll have my thing too. Maybe I'll even catch a photo of a ghost. Oh, Lord. Are you ready to head up? Just about. I just need to pack a few things before then I can head off. Cool. I'm in the parking lot walking over to the hotel now, so I'll just chill in the lobby. Oh, I see you walking. Hey, look at that. All right, see you in a minute. All right, see you soon. I was ready. I had stocked my backpack with snacks and a large water bottle and all my necessary recording equipment. Steve, however, had a grocery bag with two flashlights and a granola bar. It was all that was left over for my lunch, and I figured we wouldn't be out there long enough for me to need much more. I didn't try to argue with him, and with that, we were headed on our way. We took Steve's Jeep up, as my car was full of my luggage, and Steve's Jeep was more suitable for dirt roads than my little car. Just as Steve had promised, Lake Clarity wasn't too far outside of Netherland, and just over 45 minutes later, we arrived at the turnoff. Now, this road wouldn't take us up to Camp Clarity, as the road had been shut down to the public, but this road would get us close enough. So we followed the bumpy dirt road for about two miles, and then parked at a small dirt lot at the base of the mountain. The sun wouldn't begin to set for another hour or so. Steve and I set out to cover as much ground as we could before we lost the light of day. Okay, so we're still a bit away from the camp, but there's a path that will take us up and around the mountain, and then from there we should be able to get to the camp. Have you ever been out here before? Oh yeah, a lot as a kid, but it's been at least five years since the last time I came out. Why so long? Because with all the hoopla surrounding the missing hikers and my granddad breaking his foot that year, I just didn't think it's safe to come out alone. What did you do out here? Well, my grandpa would take me out here when he was still in good shape, and we'd fish, hike, and hunt. The normal stuff. But it was kind of his way of trying to give me a traditional childhood, you know? I don't think I do. You didn't have a normal childhood? Well, my mom died due to complications while giving birth to me, and my dad was pretty unstable. I've been living with my mom's dad since I was seven. He retired pretty early because he had a good-paying job in construction, so he was able to raise me and keep me well-fed throughout my life. And his job kept him pretty healthy for the most part, but it did kind of take a toll on his muscles. What happened? Bad case of arthritis. Got it from so much manual labor. Ah. Yeah, so now that I'm old enough, I'm trying to help take care of him where I can. You know, small stuff, I... Like, I get the groceries or help cook, but for the most part, he likes to do everything himself, if he can. He's kind of stubborn like that, you know? Yeah, my girlfriend's the same way. Stubborn? Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong, I love Natalie to bits and pieces, but that girl can be set in her ways. Once she believes something or thinks it's right, it's almost impossible to convince her otherwise. But that's not necessarily bad, is it? Usually it's pretty helpful. She keeps me in check a lot, because I can tend to be a bit of a workaholic, but the moment I start giving too much focus to work, especially at the expense of myself, she puts her foot down and knocks me out of it. Sounds violent. <laughs> no, not really. Usually it involves her banning electronics from the bedroom and making me take a break. Honestly, without her, I'm sure I might crash and burn. I just hit my limit and keep going. How long have you two been together? Oh, almost three years. We met my freshman year. She was in the class before mine. We were kind of on and off for a little while, but we decided to be more committed to one another my sophomore year, and we've been stuck like glue ever since. Aw, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. So, have you ever wanted to leave Netherland? Hmm, that's a hard question. Yes and no. Oh, is it because of your grandpa? That's the big reason. Even though he says he doesn't need it, I want to be around to take care of him, like he took care of me. I mean, I have interest in traveling, but to me, this is home. 
I may travel a little later in my life, but I'm sure that Netherland will always be my permanent address. What do you do with your free time in this sleepy town when it's not tourist season? I read a lot, and it's not hard to get books up here. Plus in winter, whenever it snows a bunch, which it often does, I always get to relax and read all day long. Read anything good lately? Hmm, I have to think about that. I'm between a few books right now. Hey Steve, what's that down there? Oh, that? I think it's an emergency exit for the mine or something. It's been there for as long as I've remembered hiking up here. Can we go check it out? I'm pretty sure that fence around it is electric. Really? Why would they put an electric fence around an emergency exit? Well, those mines have been closed for a number of decades. I'm, I'm sure they're here to ward off people who want to loiter or explore the dark, cavernous mines. Actually, that sounds kind of spooky and fun. I mean, let's at least head down there and check it out. I don't know. It's been out of commission since, well, almost a hundred years, I guess. Wow. I never bothered to come down this close to this before. To be honest, I'd only been on Overlook Trail a handful of times. Granddad preferred other trails. This is some... Whoa. Hey there. It's okay, pupper. We're not here to harm you. It has a collar. Hey, little buddy. Are you okay? It's gonna be okay. Here, let me just see your collar. Go ahead and sniff me. <laughs> Shit! Ow! It bit me! I'm bleeding. Come on, let's go! Are, are you okay? It broke skin! Yeah, but I'm okay. It's just, it just hurts a lot. I'm, but I'm barely bleeding. Here, let me take a look. I'm trading first response. Well, I think I'm okay, but sure. I didn't think you'd be trained in medical stuff. It's valuable and also required by the town that all city employees be trained in first response. Y your bleeding has already stopped. However, that dog was wild. We should probably get you checked at the clinic just in case. They have a bunch of Imovac shots in stock. Rabies? A shot? Come on, let's go. I, I think we're safe, but I don't want to try outrunning that dog. <sighs> it's already pretty late, so I'll have to call Rob. Rob? Oh, Dr. Lamontia. Robert, he's a really nice doctor. He's been working here in Netherland for some time, maybe ten years. He's really quiet, keeps to himself, but I'm sure he'll be happy to help us. When Granddad broke his foot, he was a huge help. At that point, we hurried back to the car in the hopes that we would reach cell service before the good doctor went to bed. It was a short journey back to Steve's car, and we spent most of the walk and the subsequent ride in silence, in part because my mind was racing and I was doing my best to slow it down, and in part because ten minutes into our drive, I fell asleep. Psst. Hey, Sam. You awake? Hmm? What's up? We're here. I spoke to Rob. He said he'd agree to meet us inside the clinic. Okay. Come on, sleepy. Looks like he's already here. The lights are on. Hey, Rob, thanks for again for meeting us here on such short notice. It's no problem, Steve. You must be Sam. I am. Pleasure to meet you, Dr. Lamontia. I heard you had a run-in with a wild dog. See, that's the thing. It had a collar and everything, and I thought it was just like a lost dog, but, well, this happened. Hmm. Looks like a nasty bite. I guess I'll get you checked out. Just take a seat over there. Where'd you meet this dog? We went out into the woods. I asked Steve to take me up to Camp Clarity. Camp Clarity? What were you doing out there? I'm a journalist, and I was just seeing if there was anything new to look into those five missing teens. You should be more careful out there. There's a lot of unknown out in those woods. That dog was likely domesticated, and they became feral. All right. 
It appears that it did break skin, but it didn't remove any flesh. There's minimal bleeding. You're lucky. I will get you the shot, and you'll get this cleaned. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Now, you'll want to get some rest tonight. Take it easy because some of the side effects, including itching, swelling, fatigue, muscle pain, dizziness, and even nausea. So I can't drive home tonight to uh, Denver? I would highly recommend that you don't. I already checked out of my hotel. You can stay the night at my house. We have a spare room. That would be a wise decision. I don't want it to impose. You fell asleep on the car ride back. You're already tired and it's already late. If you don't stay at my house, then you should go back to Coal Creek, but you don't head back to Denver tonight. Well, Eric was expecting me back tomorrow, and Natalie tonight. But I guess. Are you sure it's okay that I stay in your home? Hey, don't sweat it. Plus, I'd feel pretty shitty if you died on the way to Denver. Lots of twisty roads up here, you know. Doesn't make for safe driving late at night. Granddad would love meeting you. You can even interview him tomorrow morning, and then you can head back to Denver. That's very kind of you. I would really appreciate it, and I'd be more than happy to toss some money your way. What? Nah, don't even sweat it. I appreciated Steve's kind offer. It was a nice slice of small-town hospitality. After stopping at my car to get some of my belongings, Steve took us to his home. It was a humble little house residing on the outskirts of Netherland. My body was exhausted. Needless to say, I'd gotten pretty cozy working on an air-conditioned desk, and this nighttime hike had taken a lot out of me. Join me next episode as I try to uncover more about what really happened at Lake Clarity, and I sit down with Steve's grandpa and learn about the origins of the Lake Clarity curse. Apparently, it's not as simple as it's chalked up to be, and it turns out it's not a ghost boy kidnapping people, but something much more sinister. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.